Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. can resist this former attorney's appeal, host of the True <laughs> Fox True Crime Podcast, Emily Caballo. Sadly, hobos offer him money. Founder of the theloftusparty.com, Michael Loftus. She's like saran wrap, thin, clingy, and can fit in a drawer. New York Times bestselling author and Fox News contributor, Cat Tip. And he'll debate your points while dislocating your joints. New York Times bestselling author, comedian, and former NWA world champion, Tyrus. You know, Michael, as a street person, AKA hobo, transient, people often think you're in blackface when it's just soot, dirt, and grime. Yeah. Cleaning out chimneys for extra money. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> Sleeping under a dumpster. Uh, are you surprised that they doubled down on their claims? I, I think they have to because uh, the lawsuit is going to be so big. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be so huge. And I, I just want to uh, just applaud the parents. It's the way this is unfolding, it's beautiful. It's like, uh, you ever seen those glitter bombs that the people leave on their porch? Yeah. Right? It's just a, it's like a, uh, an a box Amazon it. box, but full of glitter. Somebody steals it and it blows up and makes a huge mess. That's what this feels like. Because mm-hmm. this dude from Deadspin had to be so excited. Though mm-hmm. there's a white kid in blackface. Ooh, and he's wearing a headdress. And he's doing the tomahawk chop. Yeah, stop the presses. Yeah. And then to find out, uh-oh, it's an Indian kid. Uh-oh. Uh, his dad's a member of the tribe. Oh, his grandfather is one of the elders. It's just going to keep getting worse. I, I wanted to find out, like, oh, and his great-grandmother hand-carved the Underground Railroad <laughs> and, and was married to Harriet Tubman. I want it to get worse and worse and worse. Maybe it will. You know, Emily, you cheered for the Raiders back in your previous life. Uh, plenty of fans painted their faces at Raiders games. Can you believe that Deadspin didn't know of this trend? And that the photos that they chose to publish were of only that one side of the kid. Yeah, yeah, my my issue with this, actually, the more that I think about it, the less I put any type of judgment, because I I love to judge otherwise, but any type of sort of onus on, on that author, Karen Phillips, because everything he has ever written has been extremist, incendiary, race baiting, and absolute nonsense. So my issue is with the publisher. My issue is with the amplification process here that keeps giving him a voice so much louder than everyone else that has common sense that is trying to diffuse this absolute and utter unacceptable drivel that we are continued to be subjected to. And my issue is also with all of those decision makers who listen to that The NFL has now pledged $250 million over the course of 10 years to combat racism and put in the end zones not only things like play football, no but also things like, you know, we all all need this together and end racism as if that's going to do anything. 
What would do something is stop giving people like Karen Phillips any platform. Shut him up and the race baiting would actually. I don't want him. I don't want him to be shut up, Kat. If he shuts up, I run out of an A block for my show. (laughs) I mean, this guy has we've now done three segments on this two on the five. I think I think he's on the Fox payroll. Kat. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I, I just. I had no idea you could get paid to write articles about kids you don't like. <laughs> I can't believe this. I agree with Emily. I can't believe this was published because it the way he conducted himself was very much as if he were a, you know, drug-addled man on the train. Mm-hmm. Like that kid, like that kid is an asshole. Like somebody do something about that kid. People are like, "Hey man, leave the kid alone." Yeah. Oh yeah, well you hate Mexicans. <laughs> And this is a published work? It blows my mind, and it couldn't have... It, he's probably thinking to himself, you know, how was I supposed to know that this kid was Native American? Well, you know, you're not supposed to write that about a kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a normal reaction. He was writing as if he was speaking truth to power in right. some way. And the power is like five years old. Oh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so weird it, for a grown man to be going after a small but, elementary school at the oldest probably child. But you know what you, you what you hit on here is that if you're talking about groups of people, it's not about the child. It's about the group he represents. So you can go after anybody, including a five-year-old child or however old he is. I can never tell the age of kids. Probably a bad thing. <laughs> no, I, I'm very, I am an expert. I am an actual expert at aging children. I count down the years to mine are 18. So I'm very good. But that's when the child support stops. So I'm, I'm like a mathematician. He's about six. Yeah. I, I think you're all missing the, the point. And the ugliness of this is not just the idiot. Because you made a great point. You said the group. And it's the group that there's a certain group that you're allowed to do this to, white people. You can be racist and horrible as you want to be as long as the group you're racist against is white people. He doesn't have to apologize. He won't apologize. His publisher won't stop him. We see this all the time. Now they've gotten so desperate that now kids aren't off limits. They usually would go after adults. We just saw the story two weeks ago where a kid went to a high school football game and he put two black lines down his face and he was expelled and could never go to a game again because he wore a black face. They're so angry that they're, that they're, they're slipping through their fingers. The difference is now is that white people are standing up. But here's what upset me. I don't care that he's Native American. Yeah. I don't care if that kid was so white he was from Norway, which yeah. I established last night. <laughs> he has every right to put on a headdress yeah. and dress up like his favorite player. Good point. And I'll just, and I'll, and I'll end it with this. I myself, my favorite basketball team is the Boston Celtics. And their mascot's a leprechaun. And that's why I'm so kind to Greg all <laughs> I am a little bit Irish. Uh, I'm just thinking about my pot of gold. (laughs) All right, before we go, a quick reminder. I'll be at Albany, Albany, New York this Sunday, December 3rd, for the final stop on my book tour. Go to ggutfeld.com for ticket info. Mm, Look at that body. I'm sorry. Up next, Global Elites, our Nixon meets. 
All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It was good, huh? Don't clap. He'll just get a big head. (laughs) The U.N.'s causing grief because we won't stop eating beef. The United Nations is expected to announce a policy aimed at reducing meat eating in the world's richest nations, including ours. Hmm, Let's see. The Middle East is in flames and the U.N. thinks reducing meat consumption is job number one. (laughs) Eh, Sounds about right for those assholes. Bloomberg reports the U.N.'s guidance is intended to send a clear message to governments to limit meat intake. And I'm sure they'll be as successful as their work in Haiti, the Sudan and Rwanda. Those assholes. (laughs) But I just keep saying that. It's all part of the U.N.'s efforts to fight climate change by reducing greenhouse gas emissions linked to meat production. Or as the U.N. calls it, Operation Look Busy While We Double Park and Bang Local Hookers. (laughs) That's what they do. But telling people to stop eating meat is easier said than done in developed nations like the U.S. We don't have to live on weeds and sticks like a bunch of broke-ass goats. Telling us to stop eating meat is like telling Joe to stop sniffing hair. Yeah, look at that. But as one activist told Bloomberg, livestock is politically sensitive. Mm, True. Joy Behar got so upset once she actually stopped producing milk. Damn. No. Damn. So while the U.N. tells us to stop eating meat, they apparently shovel it in by the mouthful. Look at this damning video evidence. Our Gutfeld Investigative Unit, or GU, unearthed from the U.N.'s delegates' dining room. Sure looks like meat to me. Meatballs, kebabs, prosciutto, meats galore. I haven't seen that much meat since I walked in on Lizzo at the Planet Fitness steam room. And check this out. It appears to be a roasted suckling pig also served at the U.N. I mean, I think it's a roasted suckling pig or maybe Michael Moore fell asleep on a serving tray. (laughs) My God. But how can we even be surprised, these hypocrites? So the U.N. is poised to tell us to curb our meat consumption? Fine, we'll stop eating meat when the U.N. stops eating Hamas's balls. My God. That's my favorite block ever. Emily. Emily, Emily, Emily. Do you think this is all planned by Big Insect, the corporate insect lobby who wants us to eat bugs? Yes. Remember, I ate one here. That's right. In that chair. And it was good. (laughs) However, um, to me, the UN is such a joke. Um, And while this is sort of laughable, the reality is that the UN, the damage that it does and the pomp and circumstance that it represents is anything but laughable. Mm -hmm. They have condemned, for example, Israel more times than they have every other country in the world combined. Mm -hmm. And they refuse to condemn Hamas. They have undergone such uh, vile narratives and commentary and actions relative to actual brutality and death It is such a joke that they then come in here to our town and say, here, America, this is what you should do, which is decimate an entire industry that about 
oh, a hundred other industries depend on. And for this government to accept it with knee pads on, to me, is the worst part. Because it just goes back to the level of control that this administration and that Democrats want to do with us at all times. Because then they can control what's on our plate, just like they can control the light switch and our bills and the cars we drive and every other industry. They have no common sense or reality lens as to what that actually means. So it, it's funny, and that was sort of my favorite intro that you've ever said to any block, um, but at the end of the day, it's so serious, the level of control that these guys are trying to extract from us at every turn they can. Mm, Tyrus. Oh, a little applause there. We'll edit that out. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm sorry. Tyrus, you love your protein. Yeah. yeah. So what's going on here? What would you, I mean, are you going to take this sitting down? I'm not going to take it all. Nobody at the UN is taking off my plate. (laughs) They'll, they'll, like, who, what are they going to do about it? Yeah. They have to call us to do everything for them. (laughs) Yes, it's true. So what are they going to do? The the UN's outside the house. (laughs) Let them in. Uh, they don't know how to open the door. They need an American to do it. There's nothing. <laughs> the UN is empty. They they can't do anything. They can't even they can't even have the they don't have the guts to at least say, listen, we're gonna say a bunch of so no meat. What? No meat at the thing. I'm not coming. Yeah. My private jet. Let's make a U-turn. Yeah. Like they're not going to do it. Just like they're not going to do anything for green anything. They fly in private jets. They drive in stretch limos. They overexpend everything. They they. They, their budgets are outrageous when they come to where? America for our women and our steak. Yeah. So again, again, it's, true. it's the UN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, more plus. Kat? Yeah. Kat, uh, you eat like a little bird, a little tiny bird. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it still pisses me off. Yeah. The gall. It had- right, maybe the United Nations should consider reducing its American money consumption. Yes. <laughs> like, we, yeah. we pay for almost a fifth of the entire thing. If I wanted to pay someone to tell me what to eat, I could hire a nutritionist for a lot less than $12.5 billion a year. Exactly. <laughs> we know that we could reduce our, our meat intake, but not for them. Besides, it's all based on faulty climate models. It's all BS. I didn't swear there. You know, Michael, there is an upside to this. Uh, when they say reduce meat consumption, they're not talking about the rodents that you cook on trash cans. Whew, that, yeah. that was close. <laughs> so you and Hobo Carl are going to be safe when you ride the rails. <laughs> I know. When we're out there cooking up possum uh, like uh, uh, yeah. reading your old, <laughs> Reading that old paperback that you've had in your back pocket for 30 years. <laughs> right? Yeah. Putting, putting uh, marks on, on walls like a good person lives here is a picture of a kitty cat. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, the U.N., it's, it's, they seem to be fine with China opening up hundreds of new coal plants. Yeah. Right? They can burn all the coal they want, but no, no, if that guy eats a T-bone steak, that's bad for the environment. This is, this is a division of the U.N., the, the, uh, the FAO, the, the Food yeah. and Agriculture Organization, or as I like to think, the FAO, all the way off, uh, <laughs> which is how, how we should... Think about these policies when they're like, hey, you should stop eating meat. We can just go F all the way off. (laughs) And it's wonderful. 
And, and here's the thing, though. They should actually thank us for eat, eating meat and keeping the planet nice and warm and toasty. Yeah, that's true. Right? Because what if we stopped eating meat and everything got cold? We'd all Then you couldn't farm. Yeah, that's right? true. So, yeah. That's science. It is. It is science. You can't live in cold glacial. You need us eating meat, keeping this planet warm and toasty, mm -hmm. so you bitches can enjoy our American hookers. There you go. <laughs> the circle is now complete, Gregory. I yield the floor. I can now move on from the male version of Katie Lang. Thank you, Michael, Emily, Kat, Tyrus, our wonderful studio audience. I'm all of you, America. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.